Welcome back to another episode of the Edmo Show. So, of course, we got a special guest here today. But before you guys, uh, before we go anywhere, let me just read our sponsor guest, his little ad, and then we're going to bring him in. Many of us struggle with credit at some point in our lives. I know I have. If you have a 400 to 699 credit score and you want an increase, I have a connection who is here with us today that can legally erase negative things like repos, foreclosures, late payments, medical bills, student loans, evictions, and more. Just contact my friend, Michael Stanley Jr., the credit savage, at 717-609-4829 and text the word credit you guys will get amazing results because I know I am. So be, because we got the Credit Savage in the building, you guys get to see, boom, the man of the hour. What's going on, Keenema? Hey, How you doing? what's going on, good sir? How are you? I am doing good. I like the fact that you put, I know I am. That mm-hmm. was, I like that. Like yeah. That. Oh, trust me, because I am. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> say nothing that's not happening. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, a, a, one thing I can say is uh, thank you for all the help that you have been uh, providing over to me uh, as a friend, but as a client as well. You've given me a lot of education. You've given me a lot of feedback. You've actually helped me, and I, of course, I'm going to divulge some of my own personal business. You've helped me in the course of we started working together when uh, November. Yeah, about around that time, yeah. Yeah, November, December. So between November, December to May of 2022, I went from, I think, what was it, a 580 to a a 719. And it's all thanks to you, man. That's awesome, man. That's what we all about, man. That's awesome. And so I got to give a round of applause to you, my good sir. Mm -hmm. That's, That's amazing. Hey, it was a lot of hard work, a lot of skip dates, a lot of top ramen, but a lot of bill payment. But a lot of it, um, you know, I can I can go into it charging head first because, you know, I had confidants like you in my corner that was educating me, letting me know. Uh, even when I was getting some of those scary uh, letters in the mail, you're like, hey, don't worry about it. You know, just keep pushing. Just keep paying. Um, just let me know if anything if anything else pops up, I'll take care of it from my end. So I, that I really want to appreciate. I uh, really want to show my appreciation and really thank you for all your help and all your services. Absolutely. So that's exactly what I do for any client. But, you know, you're not just my you wasn't just my client. You you're a friend, too. So mm-hmm. we got history. So, you know, I'm definitely definitely going to go all out. Yeah. So, um so let's so of course as you guys know today's episode is going to be about credit and some can you please educate us the same way you educated me on this whole credit game because I know especially times like now with COVID people losing jobs people you know having to depend on credit cards because like I've talked about I turned to credit cards because I took a very serious financial hit and the it it took me some uh, a couple years to get out of. So what are some sort of things that you typically see that land people in trouble? So you said the perfect word, like a credit game, because that's exactly what it is. It's a game, you know. Um, And once you know how to play the game, know the rules of the game, um, you can put yourself in a better financial situation. But first you got to learn the rules of this game. 
um, some things that put you in a uh, in a bad situation. It's just we're not educated. So I know I went to school. I went to college. We didn't talk about credit. We didn't talk about how to leverage your credit. My parents didn't know, so they couldn't pass it on to me about how to leverage your credit, how to uh, if you get if you get in a bad situation, how to fix your credit. This is things you got to kind of seek outside of the family household unless somebody knows it. And uh, I encourage everyone to know it and pass it on over to your family, because that's how general generational wealth is created. Mm. So, I, so when you're talking about leveraging credit, what does that actually mean? Yeah, so uh, just knowing how to, because you can actually get, I'm not going to say rich, but you can actually get pretty wealthy off of credit if you know how to use credit cards, if you know how to use this credit game, mm. okay? So um, pretty much, oh, I have to backtrack just a little bit. Mm-hmm. So what's going to get you into credit debt is I went to college. I, I know you went to college mm-hmm. also. First thing in college, what do, what do they always throw down your walking down the hallway? You might see somebody with a stand, a table. Hey, here's a free credit card for you, right? Mm-hmm. So now you got $2,000 at your disposal. Um, you rack it up. We all was poor college students, mm-hmm. you know, just trying to get education. But you rack it up or whether that's food, clothes, whatever you need, things that you might need. Mm-hmm. But you trying know, to finesse the honeys. Finesse finesse the <laughs> honeys, yes. Um, but you rack it up, mm-hmm. you really don't have those funds to pay it. So you might start off good paying the minimum, right? Mm-hmm. Paying a minimum down payment or minimum payment. And um, but things happen. You miss a payment here, get back on track. Things happen again. You miss another payment. Then two payments become three, then more. And that starts that snowball of bad credit, okay? Mm-hmm. So that travels with you after after college, all into your adulthood, and it just keeps going. Those mm-hmm. same bad habits just keep on going. You get other things in credit because, hey, we give you this on credit, just sign here. Uh, mm-hmm. Best bar, Best Buy cards, um, all kinds of stuff, and that's what's bringing down your credit. Um, unfortunately for me, when I was younger, I got a credit card in college. Didn't really know much about credit, right? So in college, uh, I didn't even really use my credit card. I left it like on my on my desk in my room, um, and a family member unfortunately took my credit card. Um, I went to go look for it one day. It was gone. Me thinking I might have lost it, not mm-hmm. really worrying about it. It pop up. It pop up whenever I find it. I don't really need it right now. Until I got my statement. My mm. statement had yep. My statement had two thousand dollars. I'm looking at my statement like, wait a minute, I, I haven't even used this thing yet. You know how how? So I called them. Hey, I have this on my on my statement saying I owe this amount. Um. They went through, you know, that necessary process. Uh, then they asked me, hey, would you like to do a, what you call it, investigation? Mm-hmm. Yes, I would, please. Because um, I didn't, I haven't even used this card. So a mm-hmm. couple, couple days go by, they call me back. Hey, do you know a such and such? God doggone. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Would you like to, pr- this could all get wiped away, Mr. Stanley. Would you like to press uh, press charges or file a report on this person. No, I'm not going to do that. That's that's my family yeah. member. So 
So I had to take that hit and yeah. that started my, my whole downturn with credit. And two, I got educated. And two, I was able to, you know, get myself alcohol. And um, then I started helping everybody else because I know a lot of people just don't know how to uh, this whole game. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember as a kid, the very first, my very first experience with credit was watching Rocco's Modern Life. And they had a special on there. I guess he had gotten a credit card. And that was back when you had to put your credit card in like this machine and they rack it. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I guess charge it like that. And um, yep. I remember Rocco was buying a whole bunch of stuff. And then uh, like he had this elaborate like setup in his house. And then all the debt collectors came because I guess he didn't realize he had to pay it back or pay on it. And then they came and took all this stuff. So me as a kid, I'm sitting there like, well, you mean I can buy this stuff that I like and then they can come and take it? No, I don't want to. <laughs> I, I don't want to do that. So so I think. I think some of the 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 uh the first impressions about credit and I've even heard people stay away from credit cards, stay away from credit cards. They're a trap and it's like it, it, to me it's it's like well what do I do? Like I you're telling me if I need to buy a house, buy a car, buy something, I need credit, but how do I get credit? Yes, exactly. Exactly. So, yes, that's people are quick to say stay away from credit cards. Usually it's the people who had bad um had a bad encounter with a credit card. They went in debt because of credit cards and they haven't had good um, um, responses with credit cards. But credit cards are actually good if you know how to use them, Mm -hmm. okay? And since we're on credit cards, so uh, once again, credit cards can be good, but where people um, mess up at is you have a 2000 $2,000 $2,000 limit or higher, whatever you have. A lot of people just don't know. Uh, they know about the statement date. They see the statement date, see this big list. They really don't know how to read that. The most important thing about credit card is to know when they report to the bureaus. Mm. Okay. So the report statement, that's what you want to know. And they don't send that out to you. That's mm. the trap. They won't send that out to you until you call. Hey, when do you report? Uh, my credit card to the bureau. They're going to give it to you. Mm-hmm. But um, you could you could pay, you could spend your credit card. So a credit card is a revolving line of credit. Mm-hmm. reason it's a revolving line of credit because you use it over and over and over again. So um, you could use your credit card. Mm-hmm. But before that report date, you should be able to pay the amount that you use off. Pay it, I, I recommend pay it off. Don't pay half. Just pay pay it off mm-hmm. before they report it to the bills. So when they report it to the bills, they said, Hey, Michael Stanley, he used $200 of his $2,000 line of credit. So this is information they won't give to you unless you call them. Hey, when is my, when is my uh, report date? When do you guys report um, to the bills? So that's what you want to know. That's the most for anybody that got a credit card right after this, please call, your credit card company and get your report date. Oh, okay. All right. I'm probably going to do that as soon as we get off the call. Cause I, I, I didn't even know that I, I knew, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you got to pay the statement before like the bill comes out or before the end of the month or whenever. Uh, but I didn't know like that they were something else on top of it to where they will report something before the statement even comes out. So mm-hmm. that's definitely new information for me. Um, now, as far as like building credit, 
uh, especially uh, me as a as a young millennial. You know, uh, it's kind of weird because my wife and I we were sitting down. We were, uh, you know, and. I'm looking over at her. You know, my wife doesn't really have a lot of credit. You know, of course, she has a phone bill, you know, uh, but she doesn't have a lot of credit in her name. And then it's like, boom, 700 credit score. But then it's like me. I've had credit cards for years, house, cars, boom, 580 points. It's like, wait a minute. Can you explain that to me? Like, how is it? Some people, because it seems like, and we've all heard it, certain people have better credit than other certain kinds of people. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of the times it depends on what you have. Mm-hmm. So I actually came prepared for this question. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> I'm actually show you a little pie pie chart here. Okay. So this is what helps you uh, like establish or boost your credit, mm-hmm. get the highest credit possible. Mm-hmm. So 35% of this pie right here. Okay. 35, uh, 35% of this pie is, Payment history. Mm-hmm. So what do that mean? That just means paying your bills on time, right? Mm-hmm. So I always say if you can't put your bills or um, anything on auto payment, you might want to rethink about, do I really need this? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, try to put your light bills, uh, car payments, put all of that on auto payment because we're human, right? Mm-hmm. Things come up. We forget things. But if it's on auto payment, that's one less thing you got to think about. Okay. Okay, so. Just simply paying your bills on time help raise your credit, right? Mm-hmm. Next is going to be amount owed. Okay. So the amount of credit that that you owe, or okay. the amount of uh, money that you owe on all your all your bills. If those are down minimum, let's say you have a Mastercard, right? Mm-hmm. And you have a two thousand dollar limit. If you had a zero balance every month, yes, you used it, but you paid it before that uh, that report date, and they report, hey, he he has a zero balance. They report it to the bureaus, hey, he has a zero balance every month. Mm-hmm. That's just boosting your credit once okay. again. All right, so the next one, length of credit, okay? Mm-hmm. Length of credit, so credit is like, Credit is like fine wine, you know, the older, the older it is, the Mm. better. Okay. Okay? So that means that old, like a mortgage, if you had a mortgage for 10, 20 years, you know, that's, that's actually boosting your credit. And if it's in good standing, you're paying your mortgage every, every month anyway, Mm -hmm. but that's boosting your credit. Car payment, you had that for three, two years, that's boosting your credit. Mm -hmm. Okay. So length of credit and then new credit. Okay. So anything that's new, long as it's in positive standing, mm-hmm. the credit that's 10%. And then the last 10% is type of credit. So I told you earlier that uh, credit card is like a, is a revolving line of credit, but you have things like your mortgage, your car payment, that's installment credit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So installment credit is just like I said, mortgage, car payments, um, anything that's fixed okay. and that you're going to pay down, revolving anything that you use, pay back, use, pay back. Okay? okay. So those those things there is what what helps you get your credit up. Okay. What helps your credit to increase. Okay. So in uh, talking about um, length of credit, because one of the things that I've noticed, especially with uh, my current mortgage lender, 
that sometimes, especially with mortgage companies, because I've I've heard of other people experiencing this too. They'll get a mortgage company or they'll get a mortgage and then the company mm-hmm. will sell their mortgage to another company. And mm-hmm. one of the things that I've noticed is that it, it sometimes it pops up as like a new debtor, I guess. Yeah, it will. Okay. So does that really does that negatively impact your credit? No, no, it okay. doesn't negatively impact your credit. So um your credit could be or your mortgage could be in good standing. Mm-hmm. They just I uh, gave it to, it actually ha- happened to me because I was with, uh, um, I was with, uh, I went, got my mortgage through USAA, I'm sorry, um, Veteran Home 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 Loan, Veteran Home Loan, and they popped it on over to a company out here in PA. So, um, yeah, no, it's not going, it's not going to hurt your credit in a negative way. Okay. It won't hurt it at all. Because I kept seeing like, oh, like I kept getting these letters like, oh, your your mortgage is now with X, Y, and Z. Wait a minute. What what happened to y- y'all not going to call me? Y'all not going to ask me? Are you giving me a better rate? <laughs> no, it's nine times out of ten, it's with somebody to affiliate with anyway. So they just moved it on over. Yeah. I think we There's got... nothing you did negatively on your part. Okay. Hold up. I think we got, oh, never mind. That was from something different. Sorry, because I, I noticed like sometimes we'll get um we'll get comments and the comments don't always come through on uh mm. on the feed. So for whatever reason, like I, I'll end the I'll end the show and then next thing you know, it's like like I got These a long list of comments that I never even seen because some comments will come through on my dashboard then others won't. So all right, so getting back to it, um, how do we go about? If you're new, like let's just say you're an 18 year old kid, fresh out of uh, mommy and daddy's house, um, and you're trying to build your credit and you want to start the best way possible, what is what is a good way for someone to start building their credit in a healthy, positive way? Since we already yeah. talked about burning up credit cards. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure everybody heard of uh, secure credit cards. Secure credit card is where you take your own money, put it on there. And if anything happened, it won't affect your it won't affect your credit like that. But you reap all the benefits as if you had a credit card. So this is for somebody um, coming out of high school, going into college, a secure credit card. And parents can actually help them out with this. Put maybe like a thousand dollars on it and have them. You know, you could teach them how to uh, properly properly use a credit card that way. So I would recommend a secure credit card. And then everything else is just going to come as they, you know, grow older. They're going to eventually get a car. They're going to eventually get uh, apartments, mortgage, and things like that. Cell phones, mm. that's eventually going to come if they don't already have a cell phone. Nowadays, people come out of middle school with cell phones now. But, um, yeah, they eventually get all of that to establish that credit. But us as parents, um, I know as long as you have that talk, this is how you use credit, um, never even putting things on auto pay, if they have a, a job, mm. start them uh, auto pay uh, where it's just coming straight out of their normal paycheck. Okay. okay? So if they use anything, um, get a candy bar. They don't have to worry about paying it. It just comes out of their normal paycheck. Okay. If they have a job. Okay. So, <laughs> so since you brought up like parents helping kids, uh, so what about mm-hmm. those parents that like to put the light bill and and the cable bill and the, and a child's name and they still in diapers? What about <laughs> situations like that? Because so, I've actually known some people that have actually had that yeah. happen to them. 
Yeah, and that that's kind of like the situation that happened to me when I was younger, right? Mm-hmm. So um, that's definitely a no, um, unless you want to establish credit for them. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to establish credit and you got that mindset, hey, I'm building my my little daughter, my little son uh, future. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, and um, but never put it in there just because. Hey, I, my my credit's jacked up, so I'm gonna <laughs> use another person's credit. Never do that. That's yeah. just irresponsible. Yeah, and I highly, highly do not recommend that. Yeah, because I've seen um, that happens way too often. Yeah, I, I had a friend, and her mom's credit was just horrendous. And she was known for writing bounce checks and all this other stuff. And they were jumping from apartment to apartment. They were on public assistance. And then I guess when her credit or her name couldn't really hold any weight, she would put it in her kids' names. See, that's like that's stupid to me because uh, you're not even giving your kids a shot. You're already messing up their future, like mm-hmm. right off the bat, or they're already starting out in a negative. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they grow up. That they jack up their children credit under their under their children name. Now they starting out in a negative. Like they didn't even have a a clean shot. You know that's the difference from like what the wealthy do and what you know certain other people do. Is it just um it's not fair for the kids first of all, mm-hmm. and it doesn't help them. Now if they once they get older they get educated on you know this whole game they could build themselves out, but. It's kind of putting them behind the behind the line a little bit. Okay. So, what about uh, a strategy that I've kind of seen uh, growing up? Because you know, I kind of I grew up in the black middle class, so you know, seeing <laughs> black middle class. yeah, so so seeing kids with uh, with hoopties and buckets, you know, we had cars. They they weren't probably weren't always the nicest cars. Some kids had nice cars. Some kids had had the hand me down cars. Some kids had the had the auction car. But either way, most mm-hmm. of us had cars growing up to some extent now one thing that i that i heard and i've seen is you know when that kid hits that 16th birthday and they really want a car the parent will will co-sign the car but the car is in the kid's name is -hmm. that a strategy that you can use especially for like parents who have teenagers that's a strategy see it all depends on the parent Mm -hmm. it all depends on the mindset of the parent Mm -hmm. like if they if they doing it to help the kid, mm-hmm. yes, and uh, so I don't, I don't mind that. Um, but while we're on co-signing, so a lot of times, uh, like our family members might come to us, hey, I'm trying to get this car, my my credit, I can't get it, unfortunately. Um, I really need need a car. Uh, would you co-sign for me? Mm-hmm. I always recommend people not to co-sign. Um, even friends that come to another friend, hey, can you co-sign for me? Mm-hmm. We we've been best friends for X number of years. Can you co-sign? I always tell uh, to salvage a friendship. Mm-hmm. I always tell them no, even though that might actually you know taint the friendship. But just explain to them, hey, I don't co-sign because of this. I work so hard to get my credit up to wherever it is. Um, I do not co-sign. I'm sorry. But another another thing you could do. Um, you could, and it, it depends on where you at, but you could actually buy the car from them and have them pay pay you. So okay. if they ever miss a payment, you're pretty much the bank at that point. Mm. So if they ever miss a payment, you could legally take that car back because it's fully in your name. You're not going to miss your own payment. But that yeah. that's a 
that's more like an advance. That's depends on where you are, you know, where you are in this uh, money in game. Your life. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's never, never cosign. Okay. Okay. Um, now, uh, you know, as most people know, me and my wife, we're still new into our marriage. We're still because of COVID and just because of time and stuff, we're still going through the process of merging things together. And you and I have talked offline about it. Mm-hmm. So, Let's just say, you know, one of the big thing is, you know, people with marriages, you know, your money's my money, yada, 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 that type of stuff. But merging credit cards, you know, and stuff like because I've seen some in, in the in the social media space where, you know, you got people who have like these secret accounts and all types of other stuff. But let's just say you're one of those happy and love couples and you just want to say, hey, for the sake of simplicity, why don't we just merge our accounts or Let's just say one person has good credit, the other one not so much. How do you go about that process of merging like credit cards or things that will go on like credit report, houses, cars, and stuff like that? Okay, perfect. So uh, when it comes to credit cards, I don't mind it. Mm-hmm. Merge, I don't mind that merger, but only as an authorized user. So what an authorized user is, is uh, I say um, your wife goes on, your credit card because you have great credit, right? Mm -hmm. So since you have great credit, she goes on your credit card as an authorized user. She gets all that credit history, all that good stuff that you have on your credit report. She gets that as soon as she becomes an authorized user on your credit card, okay? Mm -hmm. So that helps boost her. Remember that whole pie chart, Mm -hmm. credit history, the length of credit, all that is goes on her her credit card now, her credit history, her profile. So that helps boost her own credit. So you can actually help her out and get her to that, get her up there to where you are very, very quickly in less time. Okay. So that's, that's a very powerful thing. Um, but I do recommend both of you guys have your own credit card. Even if she has to get like a, a thousand dollar credit card, um, and you have whatever you have, but also do the authorized user. And you could just simply call your credit card company. Hey, I like to put my wife as an authorized user. So okay. on your credit card, that doesn't mean she could use your credit card. She just gets added as an authorized user. Make sense? Mm-hmm. So she doesn't have the, she, she won't be able to use your credit card or anything like that. Mm-hmm. She just get added as one. So, a lot of people do this called trade lines. Mm-hmm. You ever heard of trade lines? Yeah. No, not really. So back in the past, and maybe a little bit now, uh, people were buying trade lines because it boosts your credit so fast. It's pretty much an authorized user. It's the mm-hmm. same thing. But people were buying this um, from just random people, okay? So a few, probably like five, six years ago, uh, banks caught on to this, and you could still buy it. But the impact isn't as strong as if it's your it's your wife, it's your family member. Like family mm-hmm. is strong, it boosts their credit, boosts your credit if y'all are related. Um, if it's your wife, it um, skyrocket their credit. But if it's just a regular stranger, um, <laughs> it's not going really it's not going really help no more. Like okay. it did in the past. In the past, it it'd take off, but not no more. Okay. Well, yes, I I agree with that, and I like that. Okay, yeah, because one of the things that we're going through right now, um, as I told you in our personal conversations, I recently just bought a car, um, Mm -hmm. because 
my car was just on its last leg. I'm one of those people where I will run something until it just don't run no more. <laughs> so, because uh, one, I don't really like car payments. I hate it. I just feel like it's a bill that I, yeah, it's 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 a bill that I don't like, and especially if it's like three, four, five hundred dollars a month, or depending mm-hmm. on what you get. So I've even seen some people where it's like seven hundred bucks a month, depending on the type of yeah. car or your credit. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the things that my wife and I, you know, we just bought another car, but then she also co-signed on a car with her father. So now we're going through that whole ordeal of change of cars, changing hands and property and all types of other stuff. You know, it is what would be your strategy as a new couple? I'm not saying someone who's been married or been with their significant other for years. What mm-hmm. would be your strategy for a brand new couple? Let's just say they are fresh out of college. They're getting their lives started. How would how would you advise them to go about building a this financial um, safety net or this credit safety net for them? The hardest thing that uh, couples usually don't do, but um, you have to, like you must, is to first communicate where you guys are in your in your, um, when it comes to credit. Hey, this is what, and you can simply go to annualcredit.com, pull out your credit, print out your credit report. Mm -hmm. Hey, this is what's on my credit. Um, And this is what I'm trying to fix. I see what's on your credit that you need to, um, that we need to try to fix and either uh, bring it current, make it positive, get it deleted, Mm -hmm. whatever. But just talk about, um, I feel like a lot of couples like to hide that stuff. Because, mm-hmm. yes, we all have passed. We all, you know, did certain things that, you know, messed up our credit. But we got to talk about it. especially if, you, if you're married, you're, that's, that's your teammate now. That's yeah. your partner. That's, you know, she should or he should know everything about you. You know what I mean? They should know what's going on with you. So don't hide that stuff, especially that's the one person mm-hmm. you shouldn't hide it from. So the communication first. Mm-hmm. All right. And then uh, second it would be so you said something about the car right uh yeah. so i'm guessing if I, if my math is correct i'm just throwing it out there you guys have three cars now two, you just bought a new two. one yeah i just sold i yeah, sold okay. the old one for the new one speaking of which hey babe <laughs> uh yeah so we sold my old car because the car was just it was becoming more of a money dump than it was you okay. know Reliable okay. transportation. So we ended up buying a new car together, but now we're also acquiring her car, which was also co-signed by her and her father. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So definitely um, that communication. Second, it's going to be uh, that credit card. Whoever has the best, because um, now you you guys want to help each other. Mm-hmm. So whoever has the best credit, that authorized user. Get on the get on that other person credit card as an authorized user, so all that positive stuff could go right onto your credit profile. Okay, okay. Now, what about the? Uh, I'm pretty sure we've heard things, especially in the age of student loans. You know, your debt is her debt, and or his debt is is her debt, and stuff like that. Now, is there instances where someone's negative credit can impact someone with good credit? Yeah, that that does happen. That does happen. And sometimes that's why it's good to know what's on your credit report and check it often. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes uh, once you get married and you marry for some time, uh, your credit kind of like uh, 
some things might go on the other person credit. Okay. Mm-hmm. It might just go on the other person credit for whatever reason, who know. And a lot of times once a person like, uh, nah, I'm sorry. I, I don't want to, uh, I said, um, you guys are good. But <laughs> we a lot of times it. when a person, uh, you no know, separate, they, mm-hmm. you will find after some years, you'll find that, you know, you go to look at your credit and Hey, this, um, this was hers or this was his, you know, yeah. on my credit report. And so a lot of times that does happen. Oh you know? yeah. Been through that myself, especially when mm-hmm. the, the early days of when you and I met and I was going through rebuild my credit once again, cause I had just gotten out, out of a, uh, a marriage and, and, uh, of course, where we worked, we were going through, you know, background checks and credit checks mm-hmm. and all types of other stuff. And I got one of those notifications. Hey, you got this that popped up on your credit report. Can you explain that? And it's like, wait a minute. Like, I haven't I was that's not my account. But it turns out that because I was married, and it was open during the marriage. It was mine. Yeah. And she just kind of just left it, you know, to for the wind, you know, yeah, that, oh, that, mm-hmm. that definitely does happen. Yeah, way too often, but it does happen. So, um, I'm sorry. I, I, oh no, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, this is your so, show. Uh, <laughs> so, a lot of times, um, going back to like, how can you boost your credit? Mm-hmm. Um, I told I told uh, told you, Keenan, that after this show, I want them to be able to take actionable steps, like right after this, that, that they could do. Mm-hmm. So, I'm a credit repair. Uh, um, not agent, but I have my own credit repair company, right? Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of people will come to me and I give them a lot of free game and tell them, hey, if you don't have time to do this, that's when I will step in and I could do this for you. Um, it's a lot of laws that's in your benefit as a consumer, mm-hmm. like uh, the Fair Credit Reporting Act. Um, so that can help you. But and that's where uh, people with credit companies they know these laws and know how to word certain things and do certain things because of the law that's mm-hmm. in our favor that the average person may or may not know. So anybody who want to start fixing their credit, no matter where you are, even if you have like a seven hundred today, mm-hmm. and you, you can always go higher, right? Yeah. So anybody who want to start fixing their credit today, my suggestion would be right after this. Go to um, annualcreditreport.com, make an account, sign up, um, print it out. So you could you could do it once a year, but print it out um, and then just go right down the line. You could do this with your spouse, your family member, but um, go right down the line. Check off, highlight everything that that's bringing down your credit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everything that's in a negative, anything that's uh, outdated. Um, not accurate or anything like that, highlight it, okay? So then if you go on my Facebook, I wish I could, wish we could put like a little link here, but if you go uh, on my Facebook. Yeah, you can. You can uh, send it to me. Okay, I'll do that uh, shortly. But if you go on my Facebook, I have a, uh, I just put it up there too. I have a dispute letter. I gave everybody a free dispute letter um, where they could just print that out and use that. So if you use that, dispute letter just put the account from um annualcreditreport.com it have the account um the days you missed the late payments it have everything everything on there 
Do you mind okay. if I show your uh, your Facebook? Okay. Sure. Because I know some people are kind of iffy about that. Let me give me one second. Nope, I don't mind. All right. Let me do this. Share screen. And it's right, it's, I think I put it above the video. It should be the first video because I pinned that video in there. So okay. if you go down a little bit. Yep. So it's right there. Hit the more. Uh, You said more? Yeah, right on that video. It's at the top. It's going to be right there, that link. There it is. Okay. Right. So use that, use that uh, dispute letter. Okay. So everything... Everything that you see on your uh, credit report, mm-hmm. you're going to put the account numbers. Okay, so you're just going to fill this in with your name, your address, erase the second address, put your social. Um, then you're going to do Equifax. I, I did the legwork. I gave you Equifax uh, um, address. You just have to Google. Google is your friend. Mm-hmm. Google TransUnion and Google Experian. Okay, just Google, okay. get that address. So then once you print that out, print out three copies or make three copies. Next, get your driver's license. Just simply make three copies of that. I'll tell you why later. Then get um, like a either a passport or a utility bill. Mm-hmm. Make three copies of that also. Um, then put everything in a letter. Put everything in a letter, all those three copies, and send it off to each bureau. So this is what a lot of people don't know. The bureaus have 30 days to verify that that each of those accounts are accurate, up-to-date, and yours. Mm-hmm. Okay? But if they don't, you got to remember, these bureaus are getting slammed with so many disputes, so many calls, so many um, uh, traffic every single day. Every single day, if they don't have, if they can't respond back to you or get that verified in 30 days, guess what? That debt that you, that is said you owe has to come off your credit report per the law, per, per the fair, fair credit report and that. Okay. okay. So something simple as that, the everyday person could do. Okay. Okay. Something so simple. Uh, yeah, this is definitely. And guess simple. what? You could, you could, you could do that as many times as you want to. Mm-hmm. So let's say you did it the first time. Um, it came back. Let's say they said, uh, "Hey, this was verified. We could not." So when it gets to the credit bureau, right? They have to contact each furnisher. So if you had a debt with Verizon. Mm-hmm. They have to contact Verizon. Hey, did Michael Stanley really have this debt? How much was the debt? Uh, what was Michael Stanley's address? They got to verify all this stuff. What is his date of birth? What if they got to verify it? Make sure you, this debt belongs to you or be- belonged to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they got to do that with everything that you're putting on there. Everything. Okay. Now, right? wh- so if they can't. Mm-hmm. Now, what if like, because uh, one of the biggest things that I've dealt with my entire life is like people spelling my name wrong. So what oh, if, so what mm-hmm. if you see something where it's like, all right, they get the first name right, but then the middle of the initial or the last name is just butchered or vice versa. If there's like any misspellings or anything like that with like name or address. So that's actually my strategy. So um, 
your credit report has different sections. The mm-hmm. first section is your personal personal information. That's going to house your your name, your um, address, and things like that. Mm-hmm. If your name is spelled wrong, uh, you could dispute that, and anything that's attached to that incorrect spelling of your name will be uh, nine times out of ten be removed. So let's say your name, my name was spelled M-I-C-H-A-E-L. That's how my name spelled. But somebody spelled it M-I-C-H-E-A-L. Mm. That's in- inaccurate. And I'm, that's why I'm sending my, uh, my license, my, uh, my utility bill, the correct mm. spelling of my name, the correct address, and everything. So that has to be removed. So, yes, you always want to check uh, your personal information. Also, your addresses. If you haven't lived at any of these addresses, but it's reporting on your credit report, get that removed also. Okay. And now what if, like, um, they spelled the address wrong? Also, dispute it. Let them know. I never lived at a wet wet lock. So Mm -hmm. I used to live in uh, Baltimore on White Lock, Mm -hmm. Linden and White Lock. So uh, if it was uh, the correct spelling was... uh, white lock and they have wet lock mm-hmm. hey that gotta go and anything that fell with that that uh wrong address that gotta go too because that's not me that wasn't my address that's not me you know mm-hmm. what i mean okay. so it's inaccurate okay wow i mean i feel like i'm learning this stuff all over again of course like you and i've we've talked about it um mm-hmm. you know for months you know we speak quite regularly you know, even mm-hmm. though you got a busy life in the family, I got a busy life in the family. But it, it's just it, it's it's amazing to me how something as simple as filling out this letter, sending it out has. I mean, even though you've done it for me, <laughs> mm-hmm. going through your services, you know how much it has positively impact. You know, my life, my credits, you know, my credit life, my family life. Because I, I, man, I think if we. Still had the credit that we had before. I don't think we would have been able to aff- been able to get that car that we have now uh, at the rate that we were getting it. Yeah, absolutely. One more thing I want to give to your listeners. So okay. let's say, uh, okay, Mike, like my credit is in good standing. Um, I'm doing pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't miss a payment. So there's another thing that you can do. Is uh yeah I like that one too, but there's another thing that you can do. You can send out um a good will letter. So this is only for hey I've been paying this uh um this account. I missed one payment. I messed up. I missed one payment. I forgot about it. I didn't put it on auto pay. Um so I missed one payment. Uh, you know that's going to affect your credit. Mm-hmm. Missing payments affect your credit. Remember payment history is thirty five percent. Um, calculates as 35% of your credit score. So uh, if you simply send out a goodwill letter, and I have I have all these letters, so if you contact uh, Keenan, he'll contact me, and I'll give you these, anybody that inquires these. But um, uh, a goodwill letter, just simply saying, hey, I missed one payment. I usually have good uh, payment history. They will make sure that doesn't go in your credit, or they'll wipe it from your credit if it's already on there. Okay. Something. Right. The simple things. The simple things. It's, it really is. It really is the simple things. And it, it's just amazing to me because I know uh, when before you and I had started working together, I was talking about doing debt consolidation. You were like, hey, 
before you do that, before you do that, even though I already started doing it, you were like, why don't we just pull your credit and see what we what we can get taken off? Mm-hmm. So can you uh, before we get out of here, um, can you explain debt consolidation versus credit repair? Mm-hmm. So um, debt consolidation, a lot of people just simply don't uh, get confused of what the two are. Debt consolidation is taking all your credit and, and putting it in one ball. So now you're making one payment, one small manageable payment on on um, all your debt. Just mm-hmm. paying it down. But it might hike it up to $20,000. Mm-hmm. So if you're paying $100 a month on a $20,000 bill, when do you think you're going to pay that off? Not anytime soon. Right. So uh, credit repair what we do, we go in, we analyze your whole credit report, and we just see what's inaccurate, what's not up to date. Um, we look at all of this, and we dispute these things, um, and we we could possibly get these things taken off of your credit report where you no longer owe any of that debt, okay? So that's okay. the difference. Uh, you still owe debt consolidation, but now you owe a more manageable amount, mm-hmm. just in one 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 lump sum. Um, credit repair, we're going in, uh, taking anything that's inaccurate, removing it. And then we also want to put good things on there. And that's the second part for you, uh, Keenan. Mm-hmm. But we want to put good things up to, in there to uh, raise that credit a little bit higher. Okay. All right, great. And now I remember you and I were talking offline and you mentioned it on the show. You are coming out with some advanced stuff for people that uh, that you would like to get out there. Yep. So um, I'm actually coming up with a course that uh, um, is going to be for everybody to uh, view. But a course that shows everybody from step from step one to a I'm breaking it down Barney style so everybody it won't be no fancy terminology or anything that's just going to go over people's heads it's just going to be straightforward this is what you do next this is what you do and step by step by step kind of like I'm walking walking you through uh every step of the process um I'm just not there physically with you but yeah that's that's what I got coming up okay that should be actually done maybe by and I give about two more months. We already started. Oh, awesome, awesome. All right. Well, uh, Mike, Credit Savage, Stanley. You know, I. Me, I, I oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go I want to end with one more thing. Okay. All right. So a lot of people, you know, money is always a big issue. Mm, you know. Yeah. And a lot of people like to figure out, okay, how can I get, you know, get some type of come up? You know, that's all I really need. Usually people just need one come up and they can strategize from there. Right. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of going out of our, our arena, but um, just if you do the math, 365 days is one year. How much? Well, if you save just 20, first of all, Keenan, you think you could save $27 a day? Like, what do you buy that you could be like, well, I don't really need that a day. Like, do you like coffee? Ooh. I know I like oh, coffee. Yeah. So it's coffee for me. I can be like, hey, addict. I can cut coffee out. You know, I can uh, cut that little trip to uh, up here. We got this thing called sheets. It's a, uh, mm. yeah, sheets. I can cut sheets out, you know, getting these little knickknacks and everything. $27 a day. If you calculate that, you're at the end of the day, 
December, at the end of December, you have $10,000. With $10,000, what do you think you could invest in? So $27, just go the whole year, $27, save that a day. So you can have $10,000 at the end of the, end of the year. What do you think you could invest in? Oh, so man. just something to get the get everybody <laughs> gears turning a little bit. Yeah. Um, as long as you got a job, hey, I'm going to be with this job for a year. I'm going to save $27 a day, like Mike said. At the end of the year, I'm going to get my $10,000. As you're doing it, just think about what can I invest in those $10,000. And look into something called ETFs. Okay, you mm-hmm. put your money in a uh, bank account, mm-hmm. you might get 20 cents at the end of the year. So now that you got $10,000, look, one thing you could look into, look into something called ETFs, okay? And uh, if you need help with your credit, Emma could give you uh, my information. You could hit me up on Facebook. I'm also on Instagram, Credit Savage. Uh, just give me, give me uh, a message and I got you. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I I definitely want to have you back. We're probably going to, we're probably going to talk about this again. Uh, cause I feel like this is something that people have to hear multiple times. Um, so we're definitely going to have you back. And especially I know me and fat Jesus, we kind of talked about doing a, um, a financial show. Uh, we're trying to coordinate with some, with some people who are actually in the finance industry, people who do investing, you know, whether it's Bitcoin stocks, ETFs, like you were talking about, I think the new the new thing is NFTs, whether it's gold or all types of other stuff. So we are trying to coordinate with people to kind of get those voices out there because right now the way that I see things happening, I don't think we're going to come out unscathed from this economic downturn that we're on. Not anytime soon. And if it is, we got to go through the pain before we get to the healing first. So Absolutely. Yeah. So, but I mean, hey, Credit Savage, it's been a pleasure having you here. Of course, you know, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, at least from my standpoint. But I'm just so glad you you uh, you agreed to join me today uh, to really get your message out uh, to my audience so that we can talk about credit. Because I know that that's something that people struggle with. I know I've struggled with it for a while. Um, and I'm so glad to have someone like you in my corner to help me repair my credit, even though I've had good credit, have bad credit. And now I'm back at good credit. I don't look, hopefully we don't go back there, but you know, things happen in people's lives. So I'm just glad that you're here for that. Absolutely. And thank you for having me. Oh, anytime. I appreciate it. So any final words whatsoever before we get out of here about, you know, did you, did you enjoy yourself? Once again, thank you for having me. I had fun. We definitely have to do this again. Definitely have to do this again. Next time we'll just narrow it down so we can have more time on one specific topic. Okay. So uh, whether that's credit, uh, ETFs, wherever you want to talk about. Okay, most definitely. And then I know uh, just just a personal tip, you know, I, I think uh, back in the day, I think you, I think you were running some, uh, you were doing like business ventures and stuff Still like good. that. Yeah, still and, do. I still do vending machines. Yes. Yeah, vending machines. I remember. I think last yeah. thing you told me, you're uh, renting out um, uh, event uh, center, event, event centers. Yeah, so stuff yeah. like that. So I'm pretty sure we'll have you back to talk about stuff like that. Absolutely, absolutely. I love that. All right, all right. Uh, so we're gonna go ahead and get out of here. Hey, again, I want to thank my friend Michael Stanley Jr. for joining us today on the Edmo Show. Uh, if you guys have any comments, please, you know, you guys can 
Post them wherever you see the comments, whether that's Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Unfortunately, we're not on Instagram today just because of the interface uh, issues. Um, but you guys can also email the show. Uh, you guys can, since we do have the Credit Savage here today, you guys can text him at 717-609-4829. Text him the word credit or uh, hopefully you can probably text him the word Edmo. He'll probably know that you heard it from me. And um, it, then that way you guys can start working f- with him. Trust me, I love working with him, not just as my friend, but because he is someone who is who is knowledgeable and very trustworthy. So he's he's not one of these people that are going to nickel and dime you. He's he's really going to educate you on what's going on with your credit, and he is going to empower you to fix it. And he's also going to help you along the way. So again, thank you, Credit Savage, for being here and joining us. And if you guys want to help us, please support our friends like the Credit Savage. You guys can also support our friends over at FTI. We're probably going to get them on the show. Uh, you guys can support our friends over at New Skin Cosmetics. But if you guys want to support us, please, you guys can go over to Teespring. We do have uh, T-shirts. We do have coffee mugs. Unfortunately, I don't have any of that stuff with me right now because I, I use them regularly. Um, but if you guys don't see anything that you like, please just go over to our PayPal, drop a buck or however much you feel is in your heart, as long as it's not your bottom crusty dollar. But if it is, just give us uh, give us five stars if you're on iTunes and share the content. And until then. I will see you guys later. Peace out.